Hi, I'm Imogen Lamport from Inside Out Style. And I'm Jill Chivers from Shop Your Wardrobe. And in this video, we're going to talk a little bit about if you have a relaxed dressing style, how do you make that work? How do you still be yourself if you work in a corporate environment? And, and this can be quite an issue for people who feel constricted, constrained, and just not themselves when they have to wear very formal corporate wear or everyone around them is in corporate wear and or they're dealing with customers, clients who expect that very high standard of corporate um, classic style of dressing. Yes, so there's different aspects to think of. There's colour, and we've talked before in video about uh, getting your colour contrast, like lowering your colour contrast, which gives you a more serious appearance. Yeah. Uh, your value contrast, upping your value contrast to give you also a more expert, more authoritative appearance. Yeah. Then there's also the aspect of, I think, the style of clothes. So yes. when we think about classic tailoring, it's mm. straighter lines. Mm. It's not frilly and fussy and floaty. No. So it's thinking about the straighter lines, the more simple, structured garments. Yeah. And so even in those garments, now you don't have to wear the full suit, but you might want to wear two neutral separates that give the impression of a suit. Yeah. You might want to think about the fabric it's made from. So rather than having a woven fabric that doesn't move as easily, maybe you want a structured jacket, but in a fabric that stretches, such as a ponty knit. Yeah. Um, so there, you know, like, you know, there's often different sorts of things about there's, there's the style, there's the colour, there's the contrast. Mm. Um, and, and, and you know, we're not saying lose your personality. No. Um, and, and we do know a lot of people do have difficulty who are very relaxed in those corporate environments and those much more formal environments. But also, one of the things that's always really important to understand is actually why you're expected to dress that way. Yeah. Because often what we do is we rail against something because we just think it's, a, it's an imposed constriction on us and it's a, we've got to be boxing, we've got to do that and there's no good reason. Yeah. And in fact, there's very good reasons why you know, industries like law and finance, insurance, um, all have stricter, more corporate, more conservative dress codes. I remember standing in the lobby of um, a big building in Sydney. We were about to go to a presentation with a client. Um, so when I worked for a big consulting firm and one person was extremely casually dressed. Everyone else was in a version of suits, even if they weren't ties necessarily. And this one person was wearing chinos, a golf style shirt and a pendant that was clearly had personal value. I think it was a fish, uh, uh, whale tail, or something along something those lines. Something surfer dude, like. Yeah, well, and I mean, it was it was very personally expressive. It was obviously meaningful. That person was physically very comfortable, but um, the partner in charge refused to let that person attend. Uh, the proposal meeting because they were not representing the firm and that's really also kind of interesting I remember turning up to reception areas and giving my name and my company and the phone call would be and my name was forgotten and it was just Deloitte is here that's that's I'm yeah. suddenly I am representing a global firm I am that firm I'm no longer me and you know I remember that as a reasonably young woman and that struck me so much that that is actually what I'm doing and what I'm being paid to do so that it's always a balance and quite frankly sometimes it is a subordinating of individual needs to corporate needs and, and that can be a struggle for some people and and if it is a struggle then I would imagine you're struggling on all kinds of other levels not just with the dress code. 
So one of the things when we're thinking about why does a business demand a certain dress code, one of the things to think about is if I think about the business brand, yeah. if I, it needs to be reliable and strong and authoritative and established um, and I mean, you know, there's a whole heap of words. Yeah. That doesn't say, you know, surfer dude or boho hippie chick. It yeah. says, I need structured clothes, I need more conservative clothes. You know, if you thought about what are the words of the brand that you are representing, yeah. the brand that is paying you, mm. think about, well, what are those words? It's very much like a style recipe. It's the mm. business's style recipe. Yeah. And what you need to think about is, how do I represent that style recipe um, so that, uh, you know, because if the business doesn't succeed, you don't have a job. But that raises a really interesting point. Let's switch it around. Let's say you're working for a surfboard company. Yes. You wouldn't turn up to a client meeting wearing a suit. No. Um, I have read things about um, very popular surf clothing companies who encourage their staff to go surfing at lunchtime. Yes. Um, and they have a very casual dress code. So it works no matter how you slice and dice it. Under those environments, if you were a more classic traditional dresser and you wanted to turn up in a suit, um, there would probably be a conversation that would be need to be happening about are you actually in sync with the brand? And so this is often, I think there's also something to think about, that often when I have worked with people who find it very difficult to work with the, the, the expectations of the dress code, it's often they're actually not that happy in the job. Yeah. Sometimes it's, an, it's one indicator that there is, you know, square peg round hole, right. that you don't quite fit in and that maybe you'd actually be happier, you know, somewhere more creative or somewhere more relaxed or, you know, that often it's, it's, you know, we do these things and I always think, you know, whoever pays me that, like that's, you know, if I'm working for someone else, mm. you know, that's my income. I need to support that business because that is supporting me. Yeah. So if I need, if I have a whole, well, I don't want to do what you say, then maybe I don't care actually enough about that business. So therefore, maybe I shouldn't be there, and it's time to move on, go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Um, so think about kind of dress codes as a bit of a game. It's a bit of a, you know, don't think about it. It's a structure to deny you of any freedom. Mm -hmm. um, it's much more about dress codes have been developed to represent they're the style recipe of the business brand. Yeah. So when we're thinking about that, if you said what does, you know, go to your company's homepage, look up the words they say, this is our mission and this is our vision, yeah. write down those words and then go, if I had to dress a movie character to be those things, right, what idea. would I be putting on that person? Yeah. And that's going to give you the, the level of, well, this is what's acceptable. This is how I can represent it. Yeah. Um, so it is working with, I know the people who are very relaxed and find certain things very, they feel constrictive on, mm -hmm. that is then, well, how do I do it? Do I use stretched fabrics? But mm -hmm. not in a, I'm wearing my tracksuit and my sneakers way. And the other thing on the practical side, because we have talked a lot about the attitudinal side, is, is accessories and um, what kind of footwear that you wear. Only women in the corporate world who found uh, pointy-toed high heels extremely uncomfortable. And so they would wear a flatter shoe, but they made sure that the, the leather was a very high quality, often wearing patent or things like yes. that. Sometimes man-style brogue shoes, obviously with a pantsuit. And so there are ways that you can compensate that if there are certain things that are either just physically uncomfortable, yes. um, you can get around 
um, those kinds of things by increasing the quality of the material. Yeah, the level of refinement. So right. it's like upping that level of refinement yeah. as you downgrade the formality of the of the item. Yeah, and you've got some wonderful blog posts that explain yeah. the steps that go in that. And they're also terrific ways that if you do love working there, but you, you just have some physical discomfort or some things that just need to be worked around, they certainly can be. Yes. So it's something to think about. It's something to you know think about both your own attitude, understanding the purpose, and then working around. It's always a workaround to yeah. make it work for you. Absolutely.